This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Houston Texans. We talk about John's dog, Larry Johnson, being cut. We talk about the Lickensteiger report, injury report, Clinton's huge block on Eugene Wilson, and much, much more. Live with Aaron Josh John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening, Slappies? Welcome. Dude, I don't know, but I'm looking down. If someone made a big mess in the bed, I think it's the defense. Oh, yeah, dude. They totally crapped the bed, and all I have to say about it is... I called uh... it. <laughs> what do you have to say? I totally called it with about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. I called it. Bad thing Aaron is it's burgundy it. and... Bad thing is it's burgundy and gold poop in the bed, and you can, you know, when you get gold poop, it's like you can explain it. There might be some corn, but nobody wants to see any burgundy-colored poop in the bed. Yeah, they ain't no golden goose up in here. <laughs> speaking of speaking of that, during that Cowboys game, I was talking to John, and he was like, what's all that blue stuff all over the field? And I was like, that's the Cowboys. Crap in the game. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch, like, the Cowboys-Bears game that was on the 1 o'clock hour, on the East Coast, Redskins Standard Time. You saw a bunch of, like, blue strips of stuff all over the place, and, and we determined that it's uh, that was some uh, cowboy tricolor scattered across the field as they were blowing that game left and right. Tricolor. But never mind that crap. Let's talk about never mind that crap. Welcome, folks. Welcome to, to episode 225. Wow, this is a milestone episode, 225. Two and a quarter. What is that? Like the... Uh, Two and a quarter. It's like two hundred and a. Isn't it like two hundred and silver? It's a two hundred plus silver anniversary. I don't know. Two hundred plus right? silver. It marks another loss for the Washington Redskins. It should have been a win. Oh man! Wow. But before we get too depressed about it, I want to say that I would have traded that Cowboys win for this loss any day. Yeah, I Dude. think that goes without saying. I mean, con- considering where this team was. For the most part, over the last 10 years, consider, compared to where they are right now, even though the defense is currently ranked 31st against the past, and we'll get to that here in a few minutes. Who's 32nd against the There's definitely past? signs of improvement all the way around. The Raiders. <laughs> I don't know. The Colts got the pretty Raiders. much thrashed. Camp- oh, they didn't get thrashed against the past. The Colts got thrashed against the run against the Texans. I guess it's kind of <clears> like <throat> pick your poison and we'll just go the other way. <laughs> yeah. Well, all I have to say is if the Texans are for real, they're going to beat up on Dal Ass this weekend in week three of the NFL. Coming up. I'm the Walrus. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, I saw uh, Tony Romo after that game with his, like, uh, Newsboys hat on, all cocked to the side. And he was. Newsboys? Like, he, was, he was in an interview. He was in what? A, Newsies. Yeah. He was in an interview, and uh, basically he was like. I don't know what's wrong, but we better hurry up and fix it quick. And then he got up all mad and like left. <laughs> Dude, was he pouting? Was his uh, was his bottom lip protruding? Yeah, he was pouting. Dude, did he take a lesson from T.O. a couple of years ago? That's my, my quarterback. quarterback. My That's quarterback. my team. I love my quarterback. I don't know what's wrong, but we got to fix it quick. Jessica left me. I love my dead gay son. <laughs> dude that might be a first for harry hog football in episode 225 aaron drops a heathers reference <laughs> i love my dead game son <laughs> anyway oh my 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 that was well, fantastic. We... And anyway, dudes, this episode is brought to you by David Lee Legal Services. Once again, our benevolent sponsor, David Lee Legal Services. A.K.A. David Lee Law. <laughs> A.K.A. David Lee Law, the man with the Dallas Sucks flag in Antarctica. Yes. That's right. 
I'm sure David yes. is pretty upset about this loss, although we haven't heard from him. Yeah. yeah. It was a heartbreaker, I mean, man. It was a, it was crushing, but at the same time, you had to think about it as as the crush started to fade a little bit. You had to think about it and say, you know, the offense put up 27. Things were clicking here and there. Had a field goal blocked. Had that timeout where, it, it, you know, the field goal, the winning field goal in overtime, they called the timeout. Yeah, and incidentally, I did see uh, Shanahan get interviewed the next day, I think, after that. And Shanahan was like, they were like, well, how did that feel, you know, on Comcast? They were like, how did that feel that, uh, that you know, one of your disciples uh, did that to get you um, something that you were known for, being one of the first people to do that? And he was like, oh, man, he was on the sideline. Mm-hmm. He called it way before the ball was even snapped, you know. I mean, if it were me, I would have called it right when the ball was snapped. He called it way early. Yeah. Basically, it was right. like, that wasn't that badass. Yeah, and they, I heard him in yeah. his press conference talk about that, and he said um, – he was like, "Well, I can't really blame him. I'm I'm one of the first people that really did that." <laughs> He's basically yeah, basically, like so. basically in that interview, he was like, "Yeah, I'm I've still got a bigger set," is what he was trying to put out there. Yeah, that pretty much sucked. Yeah, that was terrible. But to tell you the and truth, I, wanna... I didn't think they were going to even get that chance. I thought that you know the Texans were just going to march down on our pathetic fourth, fifth quarter defense and just score the game winner right off the bat. What what was that? What was that? That I don't know that cover two zone mess that was going on out there that ended up putting Andre Johnson back there with Buchanan and then Reed Dowdy, who I, as many as much as people have been busting on Reed Dowdy, he had great position. But Andre Johnson's damn six foot five, and he had to jump up in the air to catch the ball with full arm extension. Reed Dowdy didn't have a chance. Isn't Reed Dowdy like six huh. three? He's not that much smaller. Dude, Reed Dowdy's like six foot. All right, I'm looking it up right now. Dude, he's tiny. But I will. He's tiny. He's I like a baby. That. After that, um, I'm because you know I was like, why are they covering him on the their final chance of the game? Like every other Redskins fan. And then after the game, D'Angelo Hall like went off saying how he should always cover the best receiver and this and that. Yeah, they, they, they've been talking about that throughout the week, how the defense has been. A lot of guys have been like, you know, everyone messed up a little bit here and there and that we need to really shore it up and get our act together because, yeah, the defense has been crap, especially in that game. So, Not so much in the yeah. Dallas game, though. I mean, they only gave up seven points on a short field. So Yeah, but they could have given up a whole lot more. I mean, it really, really could have been a whole lot more. They missed two field goals and the touchdown at the end. Yeah. Although that is debatable whether uh, Arakpo was going to absolutely house and destroy Tony Romo. What was and not for the debatable? Record, Reed Dowdy is listed at six foot one, but I think that's pretty generous. I don't know if we mentioned it last week. We probably did, but Arakpo on that play, and also Vonnie Holiday was getting held when I rewatched it. And dude, yeah, I think we did because I went back and watched it because you told me to. And I was like, yeah, all right. And then I saw another angle of it. And, yeah, he was really being held. And it was a very short hold, but it was a hold. Oh, yeah. Nonetheless, coming up the middle. You could see him, like, go and suddenly get jerked backwards after he beat the guy. Mm-hmm. I still crack up when I hear the name Vonnie Holiday. Vonnie like, Holiday. He sounds like a lounge Vonnie Holiday. Vonnie Holiday. Vonnie Holiday. Yeah. Money holiday so, to you. So did you get did you get Reed Dowdy's um, Did you get Reed Dowdy's height yet? Can, hey, yeah, dude. I, I said he was listed at six one, dude. But I think that's generous, dude. Can I ask you guys something? I think he's more like five eleven or six zero. Yeah, you know, I mean, they always inflate the stats a little bit, unless you're like a super fatty, like Mike Williams, the lineman, and then they like they like downplay it a little bit. All right, when you guys he's, 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 he's six one, he's six one with his helmet and with cleats that have pumps or heels. Dude, that's or like saying the hummingbird Brandon Banks is actually five six and one hundred and sixty five pounds, dude. Who who? I weigh one hundred and sixty five pounds, and I'm like a fatty compared <laughs> to that guy, dude. And and those of you that have seen me online on our website or that know me or on the I'm gay stick. porn site, uh, what? <laughs> Just kidding, <laughs> dude. Can I say something here? Can I say something? When you when you guys were watching the game, at any point during the game were you like, why are we still trying to run when we're totally destroying them going through the air? Why are we wasting first and second down getting one yard here and there and going mm-hmm. to third and eight and having to convert? 
when we could just be mm-hmm. marching down the field passing. Am I the only one that was saying that? Dude, we were killing them on the pass, and then we were throwing like a token run here and there to like try to keep them honest. We were killing them on the pass. It it actually reminded me a lot of the Philadelphia Eagles offense in the mid two thousands when they were really really clicking there with a uh, McNabb in charge. A lot of passing, even with Brian Westbrook, they would run him, but they didn't run him a lot, and they would often give him the screens and the swing passes and. Mm-hmm. And it was working. I mean, it was freaking working. So why in the hell do you put in Larry Johnson? To run backwards 10 yards. Run backwards 10 yards in a critical moment. I know. But but I think I got to say on that. Oh, well, first I got to say on that. Cut! Cut! It's about damn time. Oh, my God. It's about time. And he was actually cut. cut. Thank goodness. And, but the big thing to say about that, it wasn't shortly after that that we did not see Larry Johnson again. We saw Keelan, number 35, Keelan Williams, coming in. And he didn't do much, but he did a whole heck of a lot better. And this was also after Trent Williams went out with that knee and toe injury deal he's got going on. We're going to talk so about do you guys, that a bit as well. Do you guys think we're going to see, uh, you think we're gonna see any of uh, Chad Simpson who came in today? I hope not. Cause... I think – According to Mark, he sucks. Mark is our resident Colts fan. Our resident Colts Colts fan for like uh... two years. Yeah, yeah. He only had he only had fifteen carries though. Like each of those years. This is what I said to Mark. I damn rather they bring back Rock Cartwright. Dude, Liddell Betts is getting a tryout today with the Saints for the second time. I'd rather they bring back Liddell Betts than bring back someone like damn Rock Cartwright or Chad Simpson or Chad Henny or Chad. What was that guy that came from the Jets a few years ago on when the Jetskins came in? Benny. Benny and the Jets. But I'd rather them Benny bring the in Jets. Ryan Terrain than whoever this dude is. Chance oh, Simpson. man. I said, hey, Yeah, Mark. what happened to Ryan Terrain? Where's that guy? Yeah, it's a good question. I was like, hey, Mark. Seriously. He's on the practice squad. I said, hey, Mark. Um, have we... I was like, dude, is this Chad Simpson guy any good? He was like, you guys got Chad Simpson? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's like what we said to him, though, when he's like, what's up with... But, dude, he already knew that uh, you did not, Aaron... Actually, Aaron, Aaron's dog, got uh, sent over to the Colts in that trade, the fourth rounder. Um, But... He's not my dog. He's Daryl Green's dog. Dude, whatever. Fourth rounder. That's what fourth dog. rounder? What are you talking about? Um, what? Aaron. Anyway, what are you talking about? What fourth rounder? What are you talking about? Justin Tryon Dude, trade. Justin Tryon, oh. man. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I was like, <laughs> yeah, he was asking. Was like, well, he actually knew that Justin Tryon wasn't that good. Dude, I still say that he was better than uh, Kevin Barnes in coverage, and you know, maybe we could have used him. Although, I seriously hate. I seriously doubt that he or anyone else on the offense, even D'Angelo Hall, could have outleapt Andre Johnson for that ball because Andre Johnson is tall as a skyscraper, and he was fully uh, extended all the way up to catch that touchdown pass. Dude, all I know but is this. Dude, that doesn't matter. What matters is that we blew coverage on special teams. Some dude came in unblocked and totally... Blocked the field goal at yeah that would have won the game for us. I don't know if it was Fred Davis's fault, but he was the guy over there. But it looked like there's three dudes past him <clears> on <throat> the you know on that right side. I was I'm like, uh, Fred Davis is one of those guys you see him do like an egregious fault. He does something that's like really ridiculously bad, but then you don't use other than dropping the ball because everyone does that. But you don't usually see him do it again when he makes a big big mistake. He doesn't seem to do the same thing again in a game. So hopefully we'll never see that again. But like you said, there were a lot of guys that were coming that way. So Dudes, the that spe- may not have been his own, just his fault. The special teams seriously need to get their crap together. That's two, blo- is that two blocked field No, one botched field goal that almost cost us a game against Dallas. And then, and, and then this botched field goal, or blocked field goal this week that did cost us the game. Not yeah, and you know we've been we were talking about how the long snapper, every hike is has high. been a little shaky, but but 
you know, we blame the punter for that, that botched one last week. And yeah, in the first game. And yeah, it was his fault. It hit him in the hands and it skipped off. It should have been brought down and put down for a field goal. In this game, you could see how he was snatching the ball, the punter, even though he didn't have great punts. He was snatching the ball out of the air on all the field goal and extra point tries. Uh, Left, right, up. The ball was all over the place. Where the hell is the red snapper when you need him? Bruce Allen, if you're listening, give Ethan a call. He's waiting. Dude, I think think we're... Bring back the snapper! I think we're Allen the Bruce's secret weapon. Because he listens to us because he knows we are the voice of the fans. Dude, get Ethan while you still got the shot. And thanks for cutting. I'm sure he's sitting there right now going, what should I do? What should I do? Gosh, I wish those Harry Hall guys would get their podcast done. They're a day late. What should I do? He's cut one, Larry. Yeah, he now is. he needs to cut the yeah. other one. While he's still yeah, there. now he needs to cut the other, really even worse, Larry. But <laughs> seriously, Larry Johnson, let's let's finish up that topic right now so we don't ever have to talk about him again. Dude, Larry Johnson is the reason that McNabb got hurt in the preseason because he doesn't know how to block. And yeah, we're spoiled with Clinton Portis being a great blocker, but but on the flip side, Larry Johnson didn't even like he didn't chip block, he didn't hit block, he didn't he didn't spit on the guy because he was too busy spitting on a woman in a nightclub, dude. And then what did he do? Like two runs for six yards or something like that total? You know, negative ten yards against the Cowboys. Dude, what was up with that Texans. run? He was terrible. He went backwards. Who did he think he was? Randall L. on a punt return five years ago. Exactly. You might as well let the ball. You might as well throw the ball up and let it bounce off your face, man. He looked like he was running in slow motion too. It was like, and he's like running backwards. Let's give some balls and kicks. Let's let's move into it, man. Hold on. Yeah. Let let's let. I'm not done. Oh, Aaron. Aaron has more. Aaron has more. Oh, I've got one. I'd like to say, could we have just maybe one game where we're winning and we actually win by more than three points? Because I can't take 16 of these games like the last two or I'm going to have a heart attack. Seriously. I know, dude. I was like, bit bit all my nails off, man. It's just like, oh, I can't take this. Yeah, it was, it was, I, I think someone on ESPN on Sunday night was like, if you're a Redskins fan, you have got to be like just just hating it because you are real. It's it's like a heart attack every every weekend so far, <laughs> or very very exciting games. I'm mm-hmm. really hoping against the Rams, we just we just take Bradford out behind the woodshed and beat the living dawn with him with the hickory stick. Dude, we won't. Am, uh, it's going to be a close game, like every. Dude, I don't know the de- the offense. Second game against the Houston Texans, which is a pretty solid team, as we know now, and and hopefully they will solidify themselves and their tricolor against the Cowboys this weekend. <laughs> it's a good team, so I'm really it's not really like they were two after or three years. We ago. put up 27 points against a very solid NFL team. How many times did we do that in the last two years? In the last five years? Five years? Probably like. Seven times ever. How many times did we come on the podcast and bitch about if we can't score more than twenty points? How do we expect to win a game? I, yeah, <laughs> you know what they need to so, do? Just keep throwing it to Santana. He's having a huge dude, year. He's open dude, on every play. I am play. so pumped. And Chris Cooley, I am so pumped that the offense in the second week was able to put up so many yards. Donovan McNabb threw for what? I think four hundred. And twenty, I'm looking it up right now. I think it was 426. Dude, we had some big plays um, too. Fred Davis had a big play. Yeah, Roy Dell Williams was, had one. Santana Moss. 426. Chris so many guys had great, great catches. Dude. Galloway Dude. had three catches for 88 freaking yards. He's Dude, almost Galloway 88 freaking years awesome old. Game. Dude, remember that awesome one that game. Anthony Armstrong just snapped out of the air? It looked like it was going to be picked. It was like perfectly. Yeah, I, w- I was really, really happy to see him have a bit of a comeback game. Armstrong had two catches for 36 yards, a long of 20. And I think, I mean, he is technically extremely sound. And I, I think he's going to be a good, I think he's going to be a great number three. Maybe not this year, but I think he has a great chance to be a number three next year. He's technically, he's so sound. He's got a little bit of that Wes Welker route running sharpness. I think he was just really, really, really nervous to play against the Cowboys because that's the team that he and his family followed when he was growing up. 
So it was, it, you know, he was fine. I mean, he's 26 years old, dude. So he's in his first year in the NFL. Dude, all of the receivers this week had big catches. Yeah. And all of the so, tight ends. I mean, I'm looking down the numbers like Santana Moss, 89 yards. Galloway, 88. Cooley, 64. Davis, 62. That 1-1. One, one, that 1 with the, uh, the the huge block by Clinton Portis, the best blocking back. Dude, and I totally NFL. called that play, Still. too. I totally called that play because the, the play before that, I was like. Yes, you did. Dude, why are they throwing all these passes like this to the caveman who can't catch when we've got Fred Davis in the very next play? Bam. And I was about yeah, to it's tweet. like, why are you sending, like, the big, kind of big dude, like the tight end fullback guy down the sideline on kind of this little swing, you know, you know kind of like a, you know, those slip lock routes where they, they, they slip past the guy and then they run on up the field. Why do we keep throwing to the caveman, who incidentally did have four catches for 38 yards, but I think he dropped two. Yeah, he's really starting um, to annoy me a little bit. But anyway, dude, what's up with Mike Sellers, he man? Did, he's got like dude, a- he did have four catches for 38 yards, and he was pretty big time at the beginning. But I do, I remember Aaron saying this. He totally called it. He was like, why don't we throw that to Fred Davis? He's a great catching tight end. Why don't we run that with him? Because he has better hands than Mike Sellers. Mike Sellers is more of a sneaky Back at this point is in his career, he used to be really good at hauling in the ball, even throwing it out to him like in the flat or or peeling off and going down the sideline after a little chip block. And now his hands aren't quite as good as they used to be. And you know, we've been talking about how he's been slipping a bit, but he's still got some skills there. But he's not quite where he is. So Aaron, exactly like we were saying, you were like Fred Davis should be the guy. Let him slip out there and run down the sideline. And, and, and give him the ball because he's got really great hands. I mean, no one is fooled that he's a blocking tight end. He never was in college at USC. He's not now. And very next play, that's exactly what they did. And that's the one where they went down the field to the one-yard line where Clinton Portis laid down huge block that was on YouTube and the NFL Network website all the way down the field. Yes. Okay, well, let's move into the kicks. <clears throat> It's time for yeah. this week's Kicking the Balls Award. As I rattle my papers. This week's Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you by Ritapoo. Home of the yeah, tri-colored Ritapoo. Ridipoo, can I can I just go give ahead and give our collective kick to Larry Johnson? Speaking of Ridipoo, no, I have another kick. Please, please, yeah, all, collective kick, everybody, okay, everybody right. now, bye bye, Chachi. Now. It's time. Oh, I already played that. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for our collective kick in the balls award. All right, all right. That's a good collective one. Uh, oh. Hey, did, do we, we never have to... we're up for a Webby for best sound design for a, a podcast this yeah. year? Because we're not. Hey, dude, do we do we have to ever <laughs> uh, talk about Larry Johnson again, or are we done with it? Yeah, John and you know, hopefully, criminal that John did not want on the team, and now he's gone. Larry, I've been <laughs> arrested four times, Johnson. Aaron, bye bye, Chachi. Did you guys read the interview with him at when he got cut? He was like, "Man, I was hoping I was going to end my career in Washington because I'm from this area." It's like and they were well, like, "You just, yeah, did, dude. you did." <laughs> Aaron, you can get rid no of his uh, player music. I can get rid of what? His player his music. Playa music. P L A Y A. Oh, okay. His, his music, dude. That Larry Johnson music that you play every time we talk about him. Are you talking Larry about Larry Johnson chef? is wrong. Or the Uncle Luke music. Doo-doo Brown. Doo-doo Brown. Whatever it is. Oh, Whatever dude, it do is. Do not bring back the Doo-doo Brown music. <laughs> do not bring back. <laughs> Especially the outtake. Okay. 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 Let's get the kicks. John, Josh, whichever one of you wants to go first, go for it. I, I would like to go first. Go, John. No, go. Josh, Josh, no, no, Josh, you already said I'm kicking, so so fly right into it, please. That's all right. I'm kicking all Stephon right. higher. Enough said. Odd You're body. Up. For the holding call at the end? For his Dude, imitation of Alex here's the, in thing. the first game? Here's the thing with Stephon higher. It's like, you know, 
He's taken out. I mean, you know, he no longer has a starting position, which, you know, was iffy anyway. And then he gets his chance, and it's like, please, coach, put me back in there. I can do this. I can prove it to you. He didn't have he a choice. In, coach, he had to go I'm in. ready to play. I know he did. I know he did, but I'm just using this as an example. It, and Bye, what's the first buddy. thing the guy does when he goes in? He, like, totally contributes in a big way to the Redskins throwing this game. Uh, Very buddy. first play. And, dude, Aaron, as you know, because we were on the phone at that point, I totally called it. I was like, he's so going to blow this play. Yeah, you did. You called it. And he did. I totally called it. I totally called it. All right. But yeah. amongst the three of us, I have hated Odd Body Hire more than any of us. I think we've all been down on him, but I have hated Odd Body Hire as one of the last <laughs> holdovers from the Vinny Serrato. Oh, let me get all these guys that no one would draft from Maryland because no one knows anything about football but me. So I'm going to take all these guys that no one drafted from the football powerhouse known as Maryland. And put them on the Redskins and make them starting players. Because remember, he was a starting tackle. Starting tackle. Okay, yeah, John, who's your, who's your kick going to? And I, I, I... All right. I would love to kick Jeff Triplett because I think he's a terrible head referee and I think his crew is always horrible. But he's not on the Redskins. I would love to kick Matt Turk... <laughs> the former, <laughs> the former, uh, he, he, he was on the Redskins at one point, but he is no longer on the Redskins, so I can't, I can't kick him. David Red, is that your kick? You're kicking Matt no. Turk, Hurry dude. I can't side. kick him. He's not on the Redskins, Josh. You called that last week. Remember, you reminded <laughs> the listeners we cannot kick someone who is not on the Redskins. I know. So, uh, man, uh. Son, I'm going to have to kick Jim Haslett for his <laughs> crappy, random-ass prevent defense in the fourth quarter of the game. How many times do people have to say prevent keeps you from, it prevents you from winning before people understand that that is actually the case? And I know he was changing things up and he was bringing different blitz packages and blah, 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 blah. But you can't put a cover two on Andre Johnson. I don't care if his whole leg has been amputated. If he's back in the game, you can't put Philip Buchanan and Reed Dowdy on him. What the hell are you thinking? Cut! <laughs> and I think he uh. understands that. I think he figured it out. Hopefully, judging by what they're saying in the press this week. But that was just dumb. That was just yeah. deep. Man, man, man. Josh, you might have to do a re-imitation of this to be Clinton Portis, but man, that is D-U-M dumb. D-U-M-V. That's D-U-M dumb. You can't blow a 17-point lead with 16 minutes left in a game. Speaking of, that leads me to my kicking the balls award, which is going to someone that's not on the Redskins but wishes they were. John you have Adams. To kick a Redskin. I'm what? giving my kick to John Adams because what? he committed the cardinal sin with 8 minutes and 30 seconds left in the game. When he said, I knew you were going to say that. When he said, dude, I this knew game it. is On so the over. blocked field goal. No, before that. You know, it was, you know, I know. It was before the blocked field goal. And John was like, play. this game is so over. Houston is so Aaron gassed. was like, I'm so nervous. And, and the def- I was like, dude, the defense is so gassed. All we got to do is hit this field goal, and there's no way they're going to come back. Dude, you did not say that. Yes, he did. And I was like, you're jinxing it. And John goes, not this year. This is a different team. <laughs> Apparently, I was wrong. John, did you at least knock on in, on some wood or something? Apparently I, not. Well, Apparently, he did I not. I did not. I did not burp any Tupperware. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Anyway, in all honesty, my kick in the balls award. No, I deserve that. If you want to give that one to me. Oh, I have because to give I it did call and I Redskins. said, "Oh my." Okay, all right, but yeah, that was a good call out. I deserve that because I, I totally, I, I called it. I said that was going to be it. Well, I'm giving yeah, my, I'm giving my actual kick to um, everyone on the defense. <laughs> <laughs> the defense. 
for giving up 500 and some odd yards. Some odd Dude, they gave up 497 yards, and that's just in the air. Well, then throw Larry Johnson in with that because he had minus 10, and that puts him over 500. If you do that, <laughs> if you do the math. So that's who my kick's going to. Dude, dude, you do the math. 497 plus 10. Yeah. So that's. All right, dude. Five yeah. So seven. it's what? So it's what? Five. Okay. All right. Okay. Just making sure. All right. Now that we got that squared away. And now. I'm so ashamed. The coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Award. All right. Go ahead. Whoever. Is it elusive? I'll go. Ever elusive. Go for it, dude. I got to give my game ball to Mr. Dirty 30, LeRon Landry. Second week, solid. Dude, he was outstanding again. He looks like a beast. He got Aaron's game ball last week. This week, he gets mine. He was awesome. He was going to get mine again if no one else gave it to him, but I didn't expect that to happen. 11 tackles, one sack, one pass defended. I thought he had two sacks. I think they went back and reviewed it, and, and I, I don't really know why he didn't get two sacks, but I distinctly remember him crushing Schaub twice. He crushed Schaub a lot more than twice. They just weren't for sacks. He housed them the whole Maybe they were game. sackles. Dude, they must have been sackles. Dude, he just housed them so many times in that game, at least four times. I don't understand. See, this is why I gave my kick to Jim Haslett. It's like, I don't understand how many times you absolutely crushed Matt Schaub, who's a quarterback who has been injury, somewhat injury prone. I don't want to say he's like like Brad, or not Bradford, the guy up in uh, Detroit, injury prone so far. But he's been pretty injury prone in his career being in the, the NFL. Dude, that guy was getting the crap beat out of him. I cannot even believe he survived that whole game. At the end, he was like, John was like, he's not going to come back. Say. John, you were like, he's not going to come back in after that. And he like shook it off and came back in and won the game. That's that's That was big time by him. But we're totally stealing Josh's thunder here. Yeah. You're stealing my thunder, dude. No. LaRon, LaRon Lewis, Lewis Landry. LaRon that's Lewis Landry. Name. All right. John Hoosier is going to. My game ball goes to Donovan McNabb. I almost went for 38. 426 yards in the air, dudes. He only threw for one TD, but one of those uh, other two rushing ones that Portis got was from the one-yard line after Fred Davis had that that, that catch and run. And Santana Moss got tackled at the one on the other one. Oh my God, McNabb! If we can throw that well, like I, I don't even know what the percentage was on throws. Uh, the rushes, there, there were a total of seventeen rushes in the game, thirty-eight pass attempts, twenty-eight completions. McNabb had a higher rating than Schaub did. He had a one nineteen compared to Schaub's one fourteen. I think one sixty-six or something, one sixty-two, somewhere in that nature. Or in somewhere in that area is the uh, the the highest you can go on the passing rating. I thought it was one twenty six. No, dude, it's it's way up there. It's way up in the one sixty range. Really? And it is. McNabb had a fantastic game for the second week of his career in Washington with a new offense, new receivers. Once again, he's got one veteran in Moss, and he's got a whole. I mean. I can't say one veteran. He's got Galloway, who's been there forever, but he's got a lot of young guys, Davis, Armstrong, the Williams brothers. Keelan Williams had four catches for 15 yards at the end of the game. McNabb played out of his mind in that game, and it just happens that Schaub played out of his mind even better. I mean, that was really a coming-of-age game for Schaub. So my game ball definitely goes to McNabb, and... I think that's very fitting on a day that Jason Campbell threw like eight passes and got benched in Oakland. Dude. In Oakland. Yeah, he got benched. He got benched. Dude. And it's not out of the realm of possibility we'll see him in the UFL very soon. Dude. There are so Bench many... for good? Bench for good in Oakland? I don't I don't know. I, I think Radkowski's gonna be the starter until he get, unless he gets hurt. Because their O line is kinda weak anyway, but I think Gradkowski is the man in Oakland until further notice. 
Hey, this you is hilarious. Do you think the Redskins just messed up uh, Jason Campbell's mind, or do you think that he just doesn't have the talent? I think we made a mistake by calling him, and I think it was me. I was the one that nicknamed him Big Smooth, and now I, I, I think we need to nickname him Big Slow. <laughs> Dudes. Dudes, I got to call this out. I got to interject here because earlier in the podcast, I said we haven't heard from David Lee in a while. And apparently at 1.18 p.m. today, he sent me an email. And it says Cowboys. Solid. <laughs> and then there's a picture Does of... the body of the paragraph suck? It's one of those like motivation, fake motivational posters that you see all the time. <laughs> and basically... They're called demotivators. There's one cowboy like hold, <laughs> holding the ball. And then there's another cowboy that looks like he's kind of thrusting into the back of him. And uh, he's got a big smile on his face. And it says teamwork. It's a huge pain in the ass. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, my dude. You have to forward this and put it up on the okay. website. We'll put it on the site. Aaron, who's your kick go to? Uh, my kick? You mean my yeah. game ball? I mean your game ball. Game ball. All right. This one's going to be funny because there are so many people that had an awesome game. Moss had another huge game um, amongst the other guys, Cooley and all those receivers. But my game ball, since I've kicked him and kicked him and kicked him so many times in his career. Dude, you are not. My game you are ball not. is going to go to number 22 for actually no! pulling it. <laughs> oh! Had to do it last week. What? You kicked him last week. Dude, he actually pulled one in, and you know the funny thing about it? Was he dropped it first and then caught it before it hit the ground. Oh, my. Yeah, he so totally made it awkward on that. And then he was like, where do I go? Drop it. He's like, where did I go? I actually pulled one in. Where do I run? Where do I run? Where do I run? And I totally thought he was going to fumble after that, and he didn't. And then I'm like, yeah, and you said that I remember that you were like, dude, I thought he was totally gonna fumble that ball. That totally could be the one that turns the corner and like kills the hands virus that he has. Maybe he just needs confidence from making one. Who knows? All, all I gotta say, it's the second game of the year, and he's already halved his career interception total <laughs> for a year. Career. 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 That's all I have to say about that. So anyway, this is probably the first and last time Carlos will get the ball, but ho- or the game ball for me. But hopefully he will I turn can't the corner. Believe you gave Carlos Rogers a game ball and wow. another game ball to a Rackpo for finally actually getting a sack instead of just holds instead of getting held. And and on a note, backing up in the uh, podcast, Ryan Terrain is still a free agent out of Arizona State. Dude, I thought he was on academics practice or squad. secondary. Nope. Academics are secondary at Arizona State. Is Ethan Albright still a free agent? Uh, yeah. Ethan Albright is hanging out in North Carolina and uh, and uh, sitting in the sun for 10 minutes and burning like crazy <laughs> because he's about the most Irish guy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the red snapper. The red. He, he is the red snapper right now, I bet. It's been damn hot out here in the southeast of America. Anyway, I, this is probably a good time to take a break. Dudes, and then we'll get to the uh, the O line report. It may be the Liechtensteiger report. Um, papa, um, papa. Well, we got to figure out some like um, papa, like Strauss music for that man. We 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 got we need to like someone needs to sneak into Bush Gardens to get themselves some um, papa music from that. John, when those dudes go up on the list. Yeah, you know what we need to get? How about the famous polka? That'd be good music for him. The famous polka. He's like, well, crickets. Anyway, here yeah. we go. Uh, we'll talk to you guys after the break when we come back with the Lickensteiger report and the injury report and more stuff like that. Lickensteiger. After the break. Steiger. Steiger. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution. 
or even a third offense DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. John back. He's wiggling his wire. Wiggling the wire. All right. Well, we're just gonna have to go on without John. Go straight into the Lickensteiger report. Oh, dudes, I'm back. Uh, there you go. There you go. Move to Dude, change. does anyone have any uh, polka music? I have the famous polka somewhere on my computer, but they might be giants. The famous polka. Dude, I got it ready. You ready? Yeah. Play it. Play it. Lichtensteiger! Snow! 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 <laughs> the Lichtensteiger Report by John Adams. All right. <laughs> the Lichtensteiger Report. Did anyone see? Did anyone see uh, Derek Dockery play in this last game? No, because Lichtensteiger took over for him. You know what oh. it is, dudes. What it means that Shanny digs these like kind of lighter, more mobile linemen just like he did when he was with the Broncos in the AFC. The Redskins are looking a little bit like an AFC-type team, I have to say, and not like an NFC East kind of bruising. I don't want to say not bruising because they're very physical up there, but they don't look like the bruising beat you up because they're big ogre kind of guys like in the Northeast like we're used to. Especially when we get like 50 yards rushing in a game. Yeah, it's a little questionable Dude, there as was... far as that concerned. And I think that is, that Aaron, that was a really good point that you just brought up. It's going to be really interesting as we go forward, and maybe not even this year as much as next year as the team is formed more in the Shanahan style. Can the zone blocking lighter, more nimble, you know, heavy, but lighter, more nimble lineman style with the zone blocking work in snow in 40 degrees and rain in the mud, is that going to work in the NFC East? That's that's going to be something that we're going to have to look into or we're going to have to keep an eye on as we go forward, for sure. Steiger. Lichtensteiger. Lichtensteiger report. Lichtensteiger. This is the report. Yes, the O-line um, held up oh, okay. They gave up three sacks to Mario Williams, but dude, Mario Williams is big time. But they I mean, also held really up and allowed Donovan McNabb to pass for over 400 yards. 426 yards, and, and a lot of that was not at the end of the game. That wasn't garbage time yards. And zero interceptions. That was after, dude, Aaron, you and I were talking about this. They got so damn conservative at the end of the game. Like the fourth quarter, it was like, it was like run, 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 punt. It was like, where's Joe Gibbs? Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah, what were they doing? Very, very much. Run, 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 punt. Run, 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 punt. Well, they were expecting to hit that field goal and not let you know someone unblock come through and block a, a mid-range field goal like they did. Yeah, that would have put it out of reach. But yep. we digress. Yeah, sure. Schnell. 
So, in case you guys didn't see it, we mentioned it earlier, but Clinton Portis had a huge block on Eugene Wilson, and you can find it on YouTube. Yes, sir. And and I think that just, you know, we were debating on whether that's just a great block, but, I mean, for those of you guys that are big football fans, you know that Heinz Ward is known as the best blocking, maybe even a dirty blocking uh, uh, wide receiver. He He's the most feared wide receiver as far as blocks in the NFL. I think Clinton Portis, and not just this year, I mean the last like three going into the season, the fourth season, Clinton Portis is the best blocking running back in the NFL. And I don't think it's a debate. I don't think it's even close to a debate. He will house a brother, whether it's someone rushing the quarterback and he chips him, or whether it's 40 yards downfield and he hits a guy trying to spring a guy for a touchdown. He loves to hit, and we know this as real Redskins fans from that preseason game a few years ago where he clotheslined that guy and, and separated his shoulder. Dude loves to hit people. He does, dude. I'm just watching it here again as we're talking about it. That's all I could do to just not not, not scream. Boom. Dude, that was just it's all awesome. you can do, dude. Dude, you're right. It's all you can do not to be just like, boom. Yeah, bam. He just totally and, laid And Clint Portis was asked about that block after the game. And uh, y'all know what he said? Yeah, what I do say? know what he said. What, what did he you... say, Clinton? But we have Clinton on here right now to tell us in his own words. Go ahead, Clinton. Sorry, what, what do you have to say about that, Clinton? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Clinton? Just hustling. Trying to be part of the game. I've seen the play develop, and I had a flat route. This Fred had a wheel route. I looked up. I seen him running downfield. I was like, "Got to get down here." I think this play could be a big play. Fred was, <laughs> Fred was where I come from. He was just hustling, trying to trying to get him in get in the end zone because people know points are hard to come by. So if you could spring anybody, get a touchdown. I'm I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Thank you, Clinton. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, Clinton. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, Clinton. thank you, Clinton. Thanks for the effort you put forth. Unlike, I'm not even going to say it because we can go a whole episode without saying his name. All right, all right Joe. I'm, getting, I'm going for the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so anyway, finishing off the uh, the O-line report here, folks, um, and actually kind of blending into the injury report, we've got Trent Williams has not practiced yet this week. His MRI on his knee has come back clean, which means no ligament damage but possible sprainage. What about his toe? We have not heard about his toe. I have not even heard, with all my insider information, I have not even heard whether what the hell toe is injured. I think it was his oh. big toe, and I heard Mike Shanahan say that it was going under an MRI also. I heard that two days ago, and I have not heard anything since. But uh, I think if you talk to Walter, he can get you a toe. Yeah, he can. I was looking I for that sound effect, but I don't have it. I can get you a toe. But Solid. I can get so you a toe with on nail that polish. injury report, other notes on the injury report, folks. What about um, Leron Landry? Leron Landry said that his wrist was hurt, and in his you know macho way, he was like, it won't be a problem. Or something to that effect. He's he's already been full go in practice. Clint Portis is full go in practice. Kareem Moore is full go in practice as of Wednesday going into the Rams game. I am Sweet. very, very, very happy about that. Even though, dudes, I have busted on him because he has been injury prone his whole career. His short career. So he do you think... a lot, but if he can stay healthy... Could be a big deal. Do you think Kareem Moore would have had a better shot at that ball than Reed Dowdy? Dudes, I don't think anyone had a shot at that ball except for Andre Johnson because he's six foot freaking five and he was fully extended to his fingertips on that ball. It was a perfectly thrown ball by a damn good quarterback. So And that's all I have to say about that. So I cannot dog is as much we've dogged on Reed Dowdy for various reasons. He, he's a good, he's a great special teamer. He's a good backup safety. That was not his fault. Nobody could have covered that ball. It was caught. It was catch. It was thrown in the spot like exactly where a veteran quarterback is supposed to throw it to a veteran tall ass wide receiver. Six foot five, you throw it. Seven foot eight, and you let him go for it. If he doesn't get it, no one gets it. 
That's all I have to say about that. Josh, moving into the injury there? report or finishing the injury report, Chris Horton has injured an ankle. Um, I think it was when it got broke when he got juked on one play, and he is not practiced this week. Anthony Armstrong also has a groin injury. I hate to see that for number 13, but he has not practiced yet this week. Neither has, as we said, Trent Williams. Albert Hainsworth practiced a little bit today. I could really care less if he plays this week. So Trent Williams did not practice today, but if he practices tomorrow and Friday. I think if Trent Williams practices, I think they'll hold him out until Friday. And if he play, if he practices Friday and can play, I think he'll play. But dudes, on the other hand, we are playing the damn Rams. Dude, don't even say it. I'm I'm just saying, I'm just saying, this is a team even at this stage that we should beat. If Trent, we, but and I should think that's what Mike Shanahan should. should should. I think that's what Mike Shanahan is thinking. I think it would be much better, and we went through this with with uh, number twenty four Sean Springs at times in the last few years, and a couple other guys. I would rather hold out Trent Williams. I can't believe I'm saying this because I hate Stephon Hire, but I would rather hold out Trent Williams this weekend if he's going to be full go <laughs> next weekend. Uh, okay, but if he's all right to play, okay. I want to see him play. I'm telling you, I I. I I would rather hold him out this weekend and take a chance. I'd rather him play this weekend and he sucks and he gets hurt again, which is very possible if he's not healthy, then I would rather him take a week off and come back fully healthy in two weeks against a much more formidable opponent. I'd rather him play this weekend if he can go. I disagree. And I'm always like that. I would rather a guy sit out an extra week and be full go than go out there and be 80%. And like you, I really don't like seeing or don't have any. I don't want to see Kareem Moore's groin. I mean, uh, what's his face's? Yeah, and dudes, don't forget the game after the Rams on the 3rd of October is at Philadelphia, the best fan base in the world, who I just want to say you guys enjoy Michael Vick. Michael Vick. Please nah, Kevin enjoy Cobb is going to be the Michael Vick being no 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 Michael Vick has been named the starter for this weekend. They, and they just named enjoy, him. Yep, they did. Please enjoy having Michael Vick as your starter in in Philadelphia. Reactionary, the worst reactionary fan base in the NFL. Please enjoy that because so far he's performed very well against a cover two zone soft prevent defense with the uh, Green Bay Packers. And uh, he beat up on the Detroit Lions. So, yeah, he's played some really, really quality teams. And this weekend he's playing against Jacksonville, which, you know, you might as well start calling them L.A. because that's where they're going to be next year. So enjoy Michael Vick. I really, really hope he's going to be the starter when we play them on the 3rd of October. Okay. So, um, Josh, (laughs) do you have anything to add about this? No, nothing to add. Other than tonight, I saw that Michael Vick was going to be the starter. Okay. John, the fantasy football update. What do we have to say about fantasy Are we already football? on that? Son! Son, uh, yeah. Dude, I feel like I've been talking the whole time because I know I have. Well, you just went you on have. a 10-minute tirade. So. I, I really I gave was. Up. I, I, I'm just, I know, dude, I, and I apologize for that. I, <laughs> I, I've been going off even more than normal. How much coffee me. did you have this evening? I don't know, uh, dude. I gave up trying they, to get a word in, though. <laughs> dude, I, 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 I had coffee. I had wine. I've been grilling, like, New York strips on the grill tonight. You know, th- this is the last, like, hurrah before we go into a week and a half of, of heavy workload between uh, Roberta and myself. So, Harry grilling John's up some wieners. Where I'm just like, go, 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 go. Do kielbasa. Um, going into week two. The winners in week two were Shaft Skins. Colts kick skins are uh, our grandfathered in Colts fan. Um, Knights who say Mr. Mister, I believe the league champion. Aaron's skins with the high score of the week, and the <laughs> Abergorky Warriors are uh, are a new member this year from the UK. We have two new UK members in our fantasy league. We like to keep it a uh, international around here because we're cool like that. Up in here. Um, so uh, that's about it for that. We don't want to bore everyone on the uh, fantasy football yeah. update. But right now, um, 
The undefeated teams are myself, Knights, who say Mr. Mister, because the guy's name is actually Mr. Mister, and our new member, Simon Kinsey, with the Aber Gorky Warriors, are at 2-0. and And uh, Josh is actually 1-1, one one, folks, along with Aaron. That's a little interesting, because Josh has I scored can't... more points than Aaron this year. And Josh is usually so far down in last But place. remember what happened. He drafted Cowboys, and he let the computer pick for him. Oh, that's right. So even if he makes the playoffs, I'm going to have to uh, sabotage him. So, hey. And the computer picked for him. So it's not like he picked the team. Yeah, he didn't pick. He didn't make his own picks. He did not take the time to uh, say, I don't want any Cowboys on my team like Aaron and myself and most of the guys in our league. So, uh, But, you know, even if Josh wins this year, it is tainted. Um, it might be a purple taint according to uh, – who was that that called out the uh, purple cake the other day or the other week, last week? Uh, I don't know, but maybe I'll just start. I can't benching. remember, but it was a, it was a great. I'll call. just bench all my starters. I'll bench all my starters that have to start that week. Like if, dude, you know, you don't have to bench your starters. You just need to take Tony Romo off your bench and turn his hat around, dude. That's all. <laughs> all right, I got another shout out. We got uh, Stud Horse, who's in the league, right? Yep, yep. He is the uh, the Golden Taints. Very nice uh, take on the Golden Taints. I like that a lot. Well, Stud Horse sent in his studs and duds for the week, and like Josh, his dud is Odd Body, saying that he looked like a cowboy. Yeah, we kind of said and that. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted that to be my pick because I wrote it down and I circled it during the game. I was like, oh my, and I called it. And like John, <laughs> he said his stud has to go to McNabb with a shout to the I first never half thought. Over. Can I just say I never thought we would be giving game balls to Donovan McNabb? <laughs> I know. I think Unless he I threw only four hoped. interceptions, you know, in a game. <laughs> I think I only – once we got him, I think I only hoped because I was a little worried. But, yeah. And um, he said, he says, P.S., you got to love JMU over Virginia Tech. Oh, <laughs> oh, we got some Virginia burn. Trim. Dudes, I watched that game. Trim. Trim. Um, yeah. That's all we had to uh, say about Pokies. that. Yeah. Dude, let's give a shout out to um, to Sharon down in Tampa. She was okay, uh, following our tweets. Hi. Yeah. Hey, in case you guys didn't uh, didn't realize it or know it, we were uh, live tweeting pretty much this entire game on Twitter. So if yeah, you're on Twitter, that was follow Simon's, us along uh, there at, at Harry Hog. Simon's request over in the UK, he gets lonely like at three in the morning when he's watching the game and wants to you know have some reaction. Dude, from his I, fans. and Simon actually, Simon, I know you're listening. Let us know what's going on there because I know the first time I went over to the UK back in 94, I went over there and they would have these NFL – it was kind of like – Aaron, you've, you, I think you've talked about this on the NFL channel. Back in the day when I was in college, I was over there for a while in school and these guys, you turn into like Tuesday or Wednesday afternoon on BBC like 17 or some like way up their channel. And they would show cut versions of the football games that happened on Sunday. And they would be like half hour or 45 minutes versions of the games. It would be like snap, catch, snap, run, end of play, snap, kick. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was like they, bam, 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 bam. There was no commercials. They do that on NFL And it was Network. just like bam, bam, bam. And I think we actually picked up on that on the shortened versions that we would see nowadays like you were talking about, Aaron. So I, I'm wondering if they're actually showing the uh, are they showing the the uh, full games on Sky TV or do you need to uh, are you still getting the cut versions or what's Maybe going it's on? Maybe Sunday with that? Ticket. Maybe it's like Direct TV. I don't know. You might have that. You know, I, I I'm very interested to hear that because I know things have changed dramatically since uh, the first time I was over there. Ever since then, I've only visited for short amounts of time because. Yeah, that's the way it goes. But back then, you know, I was there for a long period of time, and it was just like, wow. It's just like snap, end of play, snap, end of play, snap, end of play. It was the Redskins in the mid-90s. It was a snap, end of play, snap, end of play, snap, end of play, you know, punt. Mm -hmm. But it was very, very interesting, and I know that the NFL Network has been picking up on these expedited versions of the game. So I'm very interested to hear from him or uh, or, or our uh, – our other listeners out there in the UK, type 42 in our league as well. Excellent. So if you're in the UK, let us know what's happening. Yes, and sir. And 
And follow I think us that's on Twitter much. at Harry Hawk. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Send us some email, RedskinsFan at HarryHawkFootball.com. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be Twittering, I think, but during every game from now on. Is that, the, is that correct, Josh, our technical supervisor here? Yeah, no. I'll be doing my thing, and John, you're you're hitting it from your uh, cell phone. I think Aaron's hitting it from his iPhone as well. So, all I know um, is we actually figured out what Twitter was this weekend. So I I've been trying to tell Antoine you guys. Randall L dancing around on the field. I thought that was twittering. I I, I don't know. I've been trying to explain that, it to you, but you know, it takes it takes Simon from the UK to bring it out in us. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> so anyway. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. Thank and you for as always, 225 episodes long here. And especially with Dallas being 0-2 alone in last place. If you see a Cowboys fan this week, Joe, Joe, Joe go. Go. Ah, Do not choke them. You may get arrested. Ah. It's a joke, yeah. Tears now.